0: The views and opinions expressed on this program are mine and mine alone. They do not represent the views of Cryovata Records or its parent company of Felony in Progress. This program contains strong language. Please be advised. Also, on a side note, I just want to say that I am not a Satanist or express views of the occult. Um, so please, evangelicals, stop sending me fucking emails, okay? My soul does not need to be saved, so enjoy the show.
1: The first time I traveled out in the rain and snow, in the rain and snow. You know the first time I traveled out in the rain and snow, in the rain and snow. I didn't have no pharaoh, not even no place to go. And my dear mother left me when I was quite young, when I was quite young. And my dear mother left me when I was quite young, when I was quite young. She said, Lord, have mercy on my wicked son.
0: Welcome back, my little audiophile minions, to another delightful episode of Open Air Sonar, where I'm sorry to inform you the choice of fuck one, marry one, kill one is not an option. You just have to open up and say, ah, Okay. Um, anyway, I hope everyone had a good week. Um, if not, some of my more loyal listeners will know my response to that. Um, so let's get, uh, you know, let's get this thing rolling. You know, it's been a while. I've been away. Um, I don't know if some of you know this, but I actually do my own music project, uh, titled State Sanctioned, um, (laughs) contraband, sorry. Dude, I just had a brain brain fart on my own band name. Good God, man. Anyway, so I, I just got into a song, and uh, I just kind of neglected the show for a little bit. But I'm back now, and let's try to have some fun today, people, okay? So uh, let's get into an email, shall we? Yeah, and you can email me, and I will read your email uh, on, la- on air. So C-R-Y-O-V-A-T-O at gmail.com, a reply is guaranteed. All right, so I'm not sure how to approach this email. This is the first time I've ever received an email like this but uh anyways i'm gonna leave her name out of this and where she lives but so she says well i think you know we'll think we'll go anonymous on this one so uh and where she is from should be irrelevant as well so miss jane doe writes i feel extremely out of place at my new school i'm a junior in high school here and have not met any new friends. As you know, we were on COVID lockdown and my parents moved for work. Uh, I try to talk to people on Skype through my classes, but nobody seems to want to pay attention to me. I'm getting extremely lonely and depressed. I'm not a very outgoing person and can be pretty shy and I'm not a horrible student. Really don't drink or drug. <coughs> Excuse me. My parents say I should change my style and, you know, and maybe I would be better approachable. Do you have any advice? Signed, Lonely. Okay Lonely, so check this out man. I am really not the best person to give advice, but I can tell you this, man. Don't change who you are for anybody. If you're comfortable in your skin and the way you live your life, fuck everybody else, okay? Here's another, and you know, if those people don't wanna be your friend, fuck them, then they're not worth it, you know? I mean, there's a million better people out there in the world, so. um, And if you're a good student, you don't drink or drug, then you got two years left, man. You know, slug it out, get out of there, you have your pick of college, you could go and start your life, but don't change who you are. Fuck, you know, if you're lonely, send me an email, man, I'll send you an email, we'll talk shit, if you want to even call into the show, man, I will be your friend, so, uh, anyway, take care of yourself there, lonely, okay, and uh, we all, we'll get through this, you know, with COVID and all that fucking nonsense, but we will get through this, so... So anyway, say lovey. Anyway, we're gonna dive into one of my favorite musical styles, known as the blues. We're gonna go all the way down to Mississippi, Georgia, Louisiana—you name it—we're gonna go. Um, so saddle up and let's get it in. So, so from birth, we are told that you know our enemies are everywhere. Uh, what, whether it's in school, teaching us to hate the commies. You know or the Chinese are invading. You know the Russians hate us latin invasion from the south Um, or even in faith-based institutions where we are told to fear the devil at every turn which brings us to our first artist of the show Um, ladies and gentlemen i give you mr robert johnson with his 1937 release crossroads stick with us and we will talk about his deals being made this is open air sonar with his 1937 cut of Crossroads so you know Robert his name he was born Robert Leroy Johnson uh, in May 8th of 1911 in Hazelnut Mississippi and you know in his lifetime he had very little commercial success or recognition and really only you know participated in two recording sessions one in San Antonio Texas in 1936 and one in Dallas Texas in 1937 and, you know, he was able to produce 29 distinct songs. So other than these recordings, very little was known of him outside of the small music circuit in the Mississippi Delta where he, you know, spent most of his time in his life. But, you know, so his life has been very poorly, you know, documented, you know, uh, to when he died in 1938. And the way he died gave rise to, you know, much legends of, you know, of, him going to the crossroads and you know making a deal with the devil um you know it was said that sunhouse uh when he first met him he was just a young boy but he couldn't play guitar very well you know he, he, he was not very good at it um but then one day he left and he you know he went to go and find himself i guess uh, where he he actually came across this guy uh His name was Zimmer, and he was kind of a weird dude. Um, He would go out to cemeteries and, you know, play in the graveyards. And it said that Johnson went and studied with him for a while, uh, which gave rise to this, you know, this occult kind of theme. Um, But I guess when he came back into town, he just blew everybody away. They They couldn't believe what, you know, they were hearing from this guy. And you know, he, he did really good stuff for a while. And then, uh, unfortunately in 1938, he was gunned down while on stage from a jealous boyfriend of some girl that was looking at him and shot him dead right on stage. So a lot of people tend to think that, you know, Robert sold his soul to the devil and the devil, you know, he wanted payment right now. So yeah. And, uh, anyway, there's actually a little funny story. Um, a couple of years ago somewhere down in Mississippi uh, apparently there was this land that these developers had bought and uh, they're gonna you know there was these shacks on there or whatever and they told the kids in town that they could go in there and pretty much take whatever they want uh, the kids went in there and they actually found one of Robert Johnson's old guitars you know come find out it's worth a million something the company wanted back it wound up in court and. Oh, hell broke loose. Apparently, the kids got some money, though, and uh, I guess it's put into a trust until they're old enough to get it. So, anyway, Robert, wherever you are, man, you definitely uh, turned on my light to blues. So, take care of yourself, buddies. And we're going to move on to our next song here, ladies and gentlemen. This, this song is just. I just. I love this song so much. It's. It's from the father of blues, um, Sunhouse. And they said that this is the man who laid the foundation of what is blues music. Uh, so this is Death Letter Blues by Sunhouse. Come back and uh, we'll talk about Sunhouse.
2: I got a letter this morning you ring it red. Say, hurry, hurry to gal. You love is dead. I got a letter this morning I say I oh, you reckon it red. horror'm gonna count you love is dead. You know I grabbed up my suitcase, tuck out down the road oh, when I got down. Still laying on the cooling board. I ground up my suitcase. I said, and I took out down the road. I said, when I got there, she laying on the cooling board. You know, I walk up clothes look down in her face. It's a good old girl. Got the lay head of judgment there. I said, I walked up close. I said, I looked down and her face. free. I said, good old girl. Got you know, the lay head of judgment there. You don't look like 10,000 people were standing around the bearing ground. I didn't know I loved her until I let her down. Look like ten thousand uh, standing round the burial ground. You know I didn't know that I loved Until it began to let her down. You know I didn't feel so bad till the good old sun went down. I didn't have a soul to throw my arms around. I didn't feel so bad. Tell the good old son went down I see I didn't have a soul And I flew my heart around You know it's so hard to love Someone don't love you Don't look like a satisfaction Don't care what you do It's so hard to love Someone that don't love you You know you're satisfaction so, mm, don't care what you do. You know love, hide fall, make you do things you don't want to do. Love sometimes when you feel feeling sad and blue. Love, hide or fall, make you do things you don't want to do. you <laughs> see
0: Blues. That was Sunhouse with his 1941 cut of Death Letter Blues. So, you know, after years of hostility towards secular music, you know, and as a preacher and, you know, for a few years working as a church pastor, you know, he didn't like it. But then at the age of 25, he took on the blues and quickly developed a, a very unique style by applying rhythmic drive, vocal power, and emotional intensity of his, you know, his preaching to the newly, you know, learned idiom of blues. And for a while uh he kind of you know fades away until about 1964 when a group of young record collectors young men just like myself uh rediscovered house and with their encouragement he relearned his entire repertoire and established an entertainment career again and you know around 19 even around 1927 28 he was playing in a juke joint when a man opened fire like on a shooting spree and so house jumped off and shot him dead and even though it was self-defense i mean this is the south in the twenties he still received a fifteen-year prison sentence but you know he only ended up serving two years you know from twenty eight to twenty nine and uh, there's a lot of different stories about what has happened apparently house has given multiple different interviews uh... and given multiple responses to it so nobody really knows what truly happened but this man w- seen it all Dude, he he lived it, and he played it, man, so thank you, Son House. He uh, unfortunately died in 1988 uh, from cancer of the larynx, and uh, wherever you are now, buddy, hopefully uh, you're living the life, man. So anyway, we're going to move on to our third song now, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mississippi Fred McDowell with Baby Please Don't Go. You know what's even funnier is the fact that he was actually from Tennessee and not Mississippi. But we'll get into that when we come back, okay? So this is Open Air Sonar and enjoy the song.
3: My name is Fred McDowell. They call me Mississippi Fred McDowell. But my home's in rural Tennessee. But it don't make any difference, it sounds good to me. I seem like I'm at home and now in I'm in Mississippi. And I do not play no rock and roll, y'all. I just play the street natural blues. And whenever you get somebody, you know, want to ply for you, just call for Fred McDowell. I was raised on the farm, you understand? Now, the only way you can rock Fred, you have to put him in a rocking chair. I used to lay me down, you understand? That's my type of rocky. In my type of blues, I play with a bottleneck. I first got this style from a beef bone, you understand? Rape will come out of a stake. My uncle, when I was a small boy in the country, he ground this bone down and fired it with a file and put it on it a little plank. But I played it on my ring, finally, you understand? And this ball makes sound better than the bone because it get more cl- clear sound out of it. And I, I would like for you to, and who's never listened to me? Or oh, you don't buy one of the tapes or have on anything. I like, I like to be listening to what I'm saying. I make the guitar say what I say, young know? man. If I say I have a father, he'll say I have a father. If I give out a hymn, he'll say it. And if I please Mason Gray, he'll sing that too. Now that's my style. Would you hear me there that? I hope you all like it. Who's never get it? down don't don't go, hey, don't go. you all not
0: That was Mississippi Fred McDowell with his live 1972 cut of Baby Please Don't Go. Uh, You know, I mean, a great musician outright anyway. I mean, the guy was great. Um, He was born January 12th in 1906. Um, You know, his name was Fred McDowell, but they called him Mississippi Fred McDowell because he played in a style that was, you know, more Mississippian. and He was the master at, you know, the slide guitar uh, you know, I, I, apparently he coached Bonnie Raitt in the slide, and, you know, he's really flattered by all these musicians taking his music to heart, and, you know, it, from, you know, after decades of playing for small local gatherings, you know, McDowell was recorded in 1959 by, uh, you know, roving for folklore, um, music musicologist, uh, Alan Lomax and Shirley Collins on their Southern Journey, uh, field tripping, field recording trip, but, you know, he was he was great, man, and, you know, he continued to perform blues in the North Mississippi style, as much as he had for decades, and sometimes on the electric guitar rather than acoustic. Uh, he was particularly renowned for his mastery of the slide guitar. I mean, there was no guy who could touch him. Um, and, but he did one time, like you heard just right there, while he famously declared, I do not play no rock and roll. He was not adverse to associating with younger rock musicians, but, you know, he did... You know he was was flattered by the rolling stones you know straight forward version of uh, you gotta move on their 71 sticky fingers album and you know the guy was just great and unfortunately mcdowell died of cancer in 1972 at the age of 66 um so wherever you are now buddy i hope you're uh i hope you're still playing that slide anyway we're gonna move on to one more song before the break uh, so this is the Lead Belly uh, 1941 cut of In the Pines. Um, come back and we'll tear this one apart too. Uh, you listen to Open Air Sonar. Stick with us.
4: Tell me where did you sleep last night? Come on, tell me, baby. In the pines, in the pines, where the sun don't ever shine, I was all night too. My girl, my girl, where will you go? I'm going where the cold wind. In the ponds, in the ponds where the sun don't ever shine I bet better, oh, not you not too My girl, my girl don't you lie to me Tell me where did you sleep last night? Come on and tell me something about it in the ponds in the ponds While the sun don't ever shine, I will shiver all night to shiver. What happened down there? My husband wool the hard work and made kill a mile and a half from here. What happened down there? His head was found in a driver wheel and his body a never been found. My good my girl, don't you lie to me Tell me where did you sleep last night Come on and tell me something about it In the ponds, in the ponds where the sun don't ever shine I'll ask you all night too.
0: So that was lead Belly's 1941 cut of in the pines now depending on who you are you know because this song has been covered a million times but it depends on who you are to what the song is actually called it actually has three different titles there's in the pines where did you sleep last night and black girl um so yeah i mean it's it was written sometime around the 1870s and then made its way up here to the u.s but I think Lead Belly is the root, the one who really you know took it home and you know and you know it's a really dark song you know in its own too it you know it speaks of a murder and I mean but all in all it's it's just an all around great song that Lead Belly just takes it to the limit you know and Lead Belly he was a trippy guy too man you know he didn't get uh, he didn't get famous till later on in life and he you know played small clubs and then he went to prison for a while you know it it, that seemed to be the uh the way to go back then for most african-americans at the time i would guess but uh yeah anyway he uh he passed away in 1966 so hopefully he's somewhere living the life man but anyway we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and uh we're going to come back and I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna open up some real hardcore blues on this next one. So please don't go anywhere. Uh, you're listening to Open Air Sonar, and yeah, come back to us.
2: Chicago,
5: right? I was born in Mississippi. Oh, you born in Mississippi? Right. You spent a lot of working time. Together. Yeah, I've been in Chicago for quite a few years, but I was born in Mississippi.
6: Uh-huh. Oh, we joined the state, so shang brother. Right no together. wonder we got together.
5: We right together, sister. We <laughs> are right together.
2: Yeah. Well, what was it like? Tell me something about that.
5: About Mississippi? Well,
2: about where you were from there,
5: Mississippi. <laughs> I was born in a little town called Rolling Fork. And I was raised up in uh, Clarksdale. I was raised up out on a farm a plantation. Uh-huh. So I lived a country life for a long time. A little rough, but I yeah. came through it. Big family. Yeah, yeah, big family. How many children? Oh, I got uh, five brothers living now. But I was with them. I, my grandmother raised me, you see. Oh, I see. Yeah. My grandmother raised me up and... Uh, Everybody had to work, didn't they? Everybody had to work. You know. I know. Because I don't let little kids, 10 years old, out there working, you know, yeah. on the farm, you know. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know that the, the, a lot of the young folks today maybe didn't have to work that hard, you
2: know.
5: I don't think so. I know they didn't. They had to work harder than I did, you know, because my kids didn't work like I did, you know. but my kids got to change to go to school, I didn't have no school, you know. Well, uh, so my kids don't know what to work me until they got a big enough to work, you know, old enough to work, and come out of school. That, but, uh, but I've been on my own for a long time. Where so did now, you
2: first get, get to the music?
5: I got, I began it in Mississippi. I started the boy in the Harmonic. Yeah. And then later. Just a boy? Just a boy. Huh? Just a boy. I, 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 I think I started at about nine years old. When I was 18, I was doing pretty good with it, you know. And and I became, by 17, or 18, I switched over to guitar. And finally, in 1943, I brought it to Chicago.
2: Now, were you... On a plantation or a farm situation, entertaining, just
5: kind of for the fun of it? Kind of for the fun of it, the little Saturday night fish fries, as they call them,
7: you know? Yeah, sure.
0: All right, welcome back, everyone, to Open Air Sonar. We're on the daily special today. We are serving blues. Um, during the break, we heard a small snippet of an interview that's uh, from Muddy Waters. Uh, Gabe, he gave from. A, he was actually in a moving vehicle at the time, and uh, it's titled "The Lost Tapes." So, if you ever get the chance, by all means, go and check that out. If you really want to get into that, we're not going to listen to Muddy yet, but uh, it's really good. So. You know, it's believed that blues came about, you know, somewhere around the 1860s by African-Americans from roots in African-American work songs and spirituals, you know, uh, blues incorporated spirituals or work songs or even field hollers or shouts, you know, Um, and it's characterized by the, you know, call and response pattern, the blues scale and specific chord progressions of which the 12-bar blues is the most common, you know, blue notes or worried notes. Usually thirds and fifths, but anyway, it's got that, you know, repetitive, known, you know, repetitive effect known as the groove and it just it's just taken off. But anyway, I think it's about time that we get into our next song. Uh, this is from Chester Arthur Burnett, or as the rest of the world knows him, as Howlin' Wolf. This is his 1973 cut of Backdoor Man. Enjoy it. Come back. We'll spit about it.
6: Now listen, peoples. Everybody said they don't like the blues. But you're wrong. See, the blues come from way back. And I'm going to tell you something again. The things that's going on today is not the blues. It's just a good beat that people is just carrying. But now when you come down to the blues, I'm going to show you how to play the blues. Now you just sit here and watch, man.
0: With his 1973 cut of "Backdoor Man," uh, the musician and critic Cub Coda uh, once said, "No one could match Howlin' Wolf for the singular ability to rock the house down to the foundation while simultaneously scaring its patrons out of its wits." Um, you know, I mean, he was just a fabulous musician all the way around. But in his personal life, you know, it was not easy. You know, I mean, he had been in the army, and but. When his mother uh, was dying, he went home to Georgia to see her, Uh, but she was very, you know, conservative Christian and did not like Wolf's songs, you know, and and so when he showed up to talk to her, she would not look at him. and She shunned him, and a lot of people say that really hurt Wolf, you know, and he never got a chance to tell his mother he was sorry, but I think that, you know, really, really bothered him for a long time, but... Unfortunately, Wolf died January tenth, nineteen seventy-six, at the age of sixty-five from complications of kidney surgery. So, wherever you are, bud, I hope you got that smokestack lightning. So, anyway, next I have for you David Junior Kimbrough with Burnin' Hell. Come back, and we will chew the fat off of Junior. Okay? This is Open Air Sonar.
8: Oh, no, y'all, you to go. are you
0: Everybody's going do? You be there? Everybody's if I
2: die for you, if I go for you, I'm gonna be there. opening the doors. Come on in, motherfucker.
7: <laughs>
0: That was Junior Kimbrough with Burnin' Hell, recorded uh, in one of his juke joints called the Chihuahua Rib Shack out of Holly Springs. Uh, you know, he was Junior was really highly influenced by the likes of you know Lightning Hopkins, uh, Mississippi Fred McDowell, and Eli Green, who actually had a reputation as a dangerous voodoo man. But uh, he didn't really get a lot of attention outside the South till around 1992. When he made All Night Long, uh, but he was clo- he was really close to R.L. Burnside, uh, made famous by John Spencer, um, and often their families collaborated on projects and songs. But uh, unfortunately, Junior died of a heart attack following a stroke in 1998. He is survived by 36 children. Man, he was a busy guy. But uh, maybe some of them play guitar. Maybe some of them are carrying on Dad's traditions. So. Take care of yourself, Junior. Uh, Like it says on your tombstone, the beginning and the end of all music. So, anyway, that one's for you, Junior. Anyway, I'm going to play you next uh, Muddy Waters, live with the band from their 1976 Winterland show, The Last Waltz. Uh, stick, Stick with us to see how muddy it gets. This is open air sonar.
7: Near Memphis, uh,
3: cotton country, rice country. Uh, yeah. What's the the most think? interesting thing is uh, probably the music. Levon, who
0: um, who came from around there?
3: Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins, sure. Uh,
0: Muddy Waters, king of country music.
5: Yeah. Now when I was a young boy. At the age of five My mother said I'm gonna be The greatest man of life But now I'm a man Way past twenty-one I was a me woman I have lots of fun But that a man I spell him a child in that rubber than I'm grown. No, be no. oh, child. Why? That mean manish boy Man I'm a full grown man Man Man. I'm a natural bone lovers man
7: Man
5: I'm a rolling stone I'm a hoochie coochie, man.
7: Well, 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 well.
5: The line I shoot. And well never miss. When I make love to a girl, she can't resist. I think I go down. Old Cassie stew. I'm gonna bring back the second cousin That little John the kangaroo Oh you little girl Setting out that line I can make love to you girl And five minutes time Ain't that a man? I'll spell him H-I-N The northern main No That mean manish boy.
7: Man, I'm
5: a full grown man.
7: Man, I'm
5: a natural bone lovers man. Man, I'm a rolling stone. Man. my hoochie, coochie man. well, well, well,
6: well, 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 well
8: Wasn't
0: that a man? Muddy Waters! That was McKinney Morganfield, or better known as Muddy Waters, with Manish Boy from the 1976 film and concert, you know, The Last Waltz, directed by Martin Scorsese, to commemorate the final show, you know, from the band. They invited Muddy to come on and sing a tune and, you know, we had Levon Helms in the beginning there, having a small conversation with Martin. Um, you know, Muddy was cited as being the father of Chicago blues with his style of playing described as, you know, rain, you know, rainfully down delta beat beatitude, sorry. Oh, my God. That's a crazy word. But, you know, M- Muddy's longtime wife and, you know, Geneva was actually first cousins with R.L. Burnside. Um, unfortunately, she died of cancer in 1973. They were married for 33 years. And uh, later in life, he traveled to Florida and met his future wife. Uh, She's 19-year-old Marva Jean Brooks, who he lovingly called Sunshine. Uh, You know, with Eric Clapton being the best man at his wedding. But uh, unfortunately, he died in 1983 from heart failure, uh, with the family, you know, Muddy's heirs, still squabbling over his estate all the way up until 2018. So that was kind of fucked up for them, but... And shit's still going on. So anyway, take care, mannish boy, and, you know, show him how it's done, Muddy. But we're on to our next and final song, but never the least, ladies and gentlemen. So this comes from us to a man named John Lee Hooker, and this is Boom 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 Boom. So keep listening to the, to the show, and uh, we'll, we'll catch the hook. This is Open Air Cinema. <laughs>
5: Boom boom boom! Gonna shoot you right down at all your feet. Take you home with me. Put you in my house. Boom 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 boom. mmm mmm. Mm-hmm. I love to see you walk, moving down the floor. Talking to me, that baby talk. I like it like that. When you talk like that, you knock me dead. That's on my feet.
7: How 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 how.
5: That walk And talk that talk And whisper in my ear Tell me she love me I love that talk That baby talk Did knock me dead Right off my feet How, 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 how Yeah, yeah my baby
0: Hooker with his 1962 cut of Boom Boom. You know, Hooker often incorporated, you know, other elements into his work. You know, the the Talking Blues and the North Mississippi Hill Country Blues, you know, even developed his own style called Driving Rhythm Boogie and was ranked number 35 in Rolling Stone's 2015 list of 100 Greatest Guitarists. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the New York Post reported on June 25th, 2019 that listed John Lee Hooker's among hundreds of artists whose recordings were destroyed in the 2008 universal fire which by all accounts sucks ass all the the great stuff that was lost there but you know it you know the subject of his birthday is even of great speculation when he you know when he passed on june 21st 2001 it's thought that you know his age varied between 83 and 88 years old so But he ran away from home at the age of 14 and never looked back, reportedly never even seeing his mother again. Anyway, John, take care of us. Thanks for the tunes and keep smiling on us. So, you know, blues music, you know, pretty much was the foundation of what we consider rock and roll today. Not only did it influence the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, I mean, just some of the greats came from this music. I mean, just the it's just unbelievable and you know blues music has always you know been something like a portrait to me you know give me a glimpse into something so beautiful but made from real pain you know and the pain that these artists and their families had to endure through the ugliness and the perverted way of thinking back then you know and it also opened up the whole world of excitement you know and maybe hoping for change one day and hoping things that will change but unfortunately it also brought a wretched smell you know the stench of hatred and racism you know permeated the air of this country and you know and it's been going on for nearly 600 years you know and it's 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 been a way of life for so many people for so long it's a way of life you know or the way things have always been you know some choose to pretend it doesn't even exist while others embrace that hatred as a badge of honor that I will never fucking understand for the life of me. But just remember, though, whenever the darkest of times, there are those who stand and shine a light in the darkness to fight hatred in all of its forms. And so this show today does not just go out to just one, but to all those who gave their lives fighting, you know, for what is right and what is seriously needs to change. And... Uh, So now I will read you those names aloud. Trayvon Martin, Fred Hampton, Dr. Martin Luther King, Medgar Evers, Emmett Till, Viola Luzio, James Chaney, Andrew Goodman, Michael Schwerner, Isaac Woodward, and George Floyd. So I'm going to leave you now with a song for thoughts by none other than the talented Mr. Richie Havens singing the beatles here comes the sun from 1971 live performance i'm tony this is open air sonar and get god damn it you better be good to each other because if not i will find out Take care.
9: I think it's alright Yeah, 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 yeah